Hey everybody, this is Tommy Miller. I'm the senior pastor at Legacy Church. We're really excited that you decided to join our podcast this morning. Our intention is to give you the information and the resources that you need to bring heaven to earth by walking in the fullness of your identity and your destiny. Enjoy the sermon, enjoy your day, be blessed, and do what Jesus did. All right, you guys uh, okay for a second inning stretch real quick? Stand up, loosen your muscles out, get your minds ready to receive. We've only got 50, 60 more minutes. I would not do that to you, but I do have to share something with you that, uh, that the Lord put on my heart yesterday. I'll be very quick, but um, I'm going to help you uh, take the next step, wherever you might be. Um, how many of you were really moved by what you just saw? That was incredible, like absolutely incredible. Um, they're right. What, uh, what happens in the academy can't put it, be put into words. Um, and I'm going to explain to you why. And I'm just going to give you 10 minutes. And then we'll, uh, we'll do whatever's next. I can't tell you when we're getting out of here. Then you'll hold me to it. Let me ask a question real quick. How many of you came here with the intention of being baptized today? Raise your hand. Yeah, okay. Fantastic. You raise your hand this, this high. <laughs> I, have, I have a laser beam in my eye. I saw you, though. Okay, um, let me explain something to you, and I think this is going to make everything make sense. Go to Matthew chapter 4. And while you're turning there, I'll, I'll give you a foundation. Like I said, cut me off at 10 minutes. I don't want to keep you all day, but I do, I do want this to send us into the next season of our lives. In the kingdom, there is a reward for hunger. Okay? In the kingdom, there is a reward for hunger. When Jesus talks to the disciples, he's continually telling them to give things away. Right? He says, if you lose your life for my sake, you'll find it. And then he tells Peter, he said, nobody that has given away houses or, or farms or vats, or what, he said, nobody that has given those things away for my namesake will not be compensated 100-fold in this lifetime. So oftentimes the paradigm that we carry, we're trying to, to live a sacrificial, like kind of downtrodden life so that we can do well in heaven. And that is not the biblical case. Okay, he says you will be compensated 100-fold in this lifetime. So the avenue to increase in the kingdom is to participate. Okay? Now, let me make this make sense. Matthew chapter 1, verse 1 through 4, it says, Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. When he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. You have no idea what that means, but I'm going to just send it smoking across this pulpit. Ready? Now, when the tempter came to tempt him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to be made bread. But he said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Yeah. This is revelatory. This can't be understood naturally. So let me make it make sense to you. Okay? So when we look at this passage with natural eyes, we see Jesus lacking food for 40 days, and then it says, then he wanted, then he, then he was unsatiated, he was unsatisfied, and he was hungry. So the natural thing to do would be to offer this guy food. And he says, that's not what I'm hungry for. You get it? 
Should I keep explaining? I'll continue. Okay, so if we look at this through natural paradigm, he said, I haven't eaten for 40 days or 40 nights, and I'm hungry. Somebody says, well, you're probably hungry because you haven't had anything, so here's some bread. Jesus says, that's not what I'm hungry for. Jesus said, I just spent 40 days pressing into the Father. I just spent 40 days in the most intimate entanglement with the creator of the universe that I've ever had. I just spent 40 days depriving my carnality of all of its appetites. I've been in the spirit and I have to have more. (laughs) Apathy will cost you everything. In the kingdom, the only way to get hungrier is to eat. It's not the same. If you look at a child and and you're trying to determine whether or not they're okay, what's the first thing you ask? Have they eaten? If they haven't eaten naturally, they have a need. In the kingdom, you can tell the people who are feeding themselves and the people that aren't. The only difference between mediocrity and maturity in the kingdom is apathy. And I think you heard it, and I'm not trying to, to you know, drive down this, this guilt trip thing, but, man, John Freshwater is a first-year student, second-year, first-year student. When I see John Freshwater in the middle of the week, guess what he's doing? He's listening to sermons. When I talk to Jen, John Freshwater, guess what he's talking about? Jesus. Guess what else John Freshwater has? A family, he owns a business, he has grandkids that he pays great attention to. He's got a beautiful wife that's with him on Sundays. He's got every excuse that all of us have. You're not clapping. Like, you're like, <laughs> like, walk a mile in my shoes. No, let's walk a mile in Jesus's. He fasted for 40 days. He knew that if he got into what he was made for, that, that the appetite that was wet by the Spirit could only be satisfied by continuing into depth. If you wonder why you're feeling disconnected and unattached, it's probably because you're not stewarding your own growth very well. It's probably because you're making excuses rather than making moves. If we don't get out of this this ideology that lack is the only thing that can produce hunger, then we'll never get hungry for God. You have to steward this yourself. Sometimes when I can't sleep, as a matter of fact, the last three nights, I'm on prednisone. (laughs) Yeah, that stuff is like, yep, don't even need sleep. You know what I do? I listen to Bob Jones. I put in my my earbuds and I listen to Bob Jones because here's the thing. If you're not excited about what God has done, you have no expectations for what he can do. Yep. How many of you know that, that, uh, that David Hogan literally laid towels over five decapitated soldiers in Mexico and prayed their heads back on them? And they all lived. They all lived. How many of you know that, that Cobus Van Rensburg has an entire wall of his church made out of crutches, walkers, and wheelchairs? How many of y'all want to build a wall? This should be tasty enough. Donna gave up her cane. The Lord healed her. Let's build a wall out of these things. If this doesn't whet your your appetite for more, I don't know what will. Jesus fasted for 40 days. When he was done, he was hungry. It would make sense naturally 
that he would need bread, but that is not at all what this passage is about. Our lack of practice continually feeds our lack of faith, and whatever you continually participate in is what you want more of. You hear me? How many of you thought Netflix wasn't going to be a problem for you five years ago? Now you can watch a season in a day. And then you get mad. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to myself, by the way. But you used to have to wait till the following week to see what was going to happen next on the show. That didn't happen. That doesn't happen anymore. You can watch eight episodes and then be mad at the creators of Stranger Things that you have to wait till 2023 to see what happens. <laughs> My wife used to tell me all the time that you should look where you're going because you're going to go where you're looking. And if excuses and apathy are what are continually plaguing your mind, then I promise you will walk yourself right out of destiny and promise. The only difference between the people that were awarded certificates up here (laughs) and the people that are coming in next year is priority. That's it. There are people that changed jobs to do this. There are people that went to corporate offices to tell them we need time off. There are people that got other occupations to, to, to arrange things so that they could, they could swing this financially. Like, if it matters, it matters. This isn't about the academy, by the way. This is about creating a hungry church. One of the most dangerous places that you and I can ever be is complacency. One of the most dangerous places that the church can ever fall into is apathy. And if you are not intentionally taking your next step, you are dying. If you are not gaining ground, you're losing it. If you're not taking a step forward, you're losing ground. And the only way to create hunger in a local body is to start eating. It's to start taking the things that are being served, taking them intentionally, applying them to your life, once you start, what I think Aaron said it this morning. He's like, I listened to something last week, and now I can't stop. Pick up a book. You can't put it down, right? Nine minutes, how long has it been? Nine, holy smokes. Okay. If you're not hungry, your needs are met, and you're considered healthy in the natural. In the kingdom, if you're not hungry, you should be very concerned. Hunger is what precedes being rewarded in the kingdom, and eating is the only thing that gets you there. If you are not spiritually hungry, you're likely not being spiritually responsible. If you think about hunger in the kingdom, it's 100% yours to steward. If you're not hungry, it's because you're not feeding yourself, period. You are not in a church that teaches you what to think. You are in a church that teaches you how to think for yourself. You are not in a church that gives you doctrinal statements. You are in a church that teaches you how to get revelation. And in those things, you are responsible to steward your own relationship with God. You are responsible to watch the YouTube videos that make you cry. You're responsible to read the books that inspired you to be greater. Pastor Aaron said he ran into John Freshwater at the gym this past week, and guess what he was doing? He was listening to my sermon, the one from the week before. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but how many times did you listen to it this week, John? Two or three? How many of y'all were here on Sunday? I'm not trying to shame you, but be like John, okay? <laughs> be like John. 
The more you eat, the hungrier you get. The more you press in, the further you want to go. The more you call out the deep, the more the deep calls back to you. And you step into this place called hunger and you never want to leave. And I'm telling you, it can change today. If you've gotten into apathy, if you've gotten into complacency, you are the only one that can change it. You cannot wait for external inspiration in the kingdom. Everything in the kingdom gets healthy from the inside out. So if you haven't taken your next step, whether it be baptism, whether it be the academy, whatever it might be, it's time to quit playing. And it's time to get yourself into a place where you can't help but to want the more. Last thing I'll say, Luke 153, it said that Jesus fills the hungry with good things, but the rich he sends away. It's terrifying, right? If you come to Jesus thinking you have it all, you don't get anything. But if you come to Jesus hungry, you get fed. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness sake will be filled. Hunger is the precursor to breakthrough. Hunger can only be generated by you personally taking responsibility for what you're ingesting. Amen? All right. Give God a shout. (laughs) You better believe that's going to be a two-part message. Stay tuned. All right, Nicole, come join us. Now, I'm going to make this super clear for you. The Bible says believe and be baptized. If you believe and you haven't been baptized, you have work to do. Okay? 